at the moment, yeah, it isn't. I mean, like, I'm leaving tomorrow to go to Spain, and for me to be the the first South African of color to do to do a grand tour, it's it means so much to me, you know. I mean, like, I represent the country, you know, and the, the team, everybody back home. So for me, it means a lot just to do my first grand tour. Yeah. What have your family and friends said about about you going? Yeah, I mean, like, my family and friends, they don't understand that much about cycling, but they can see <laughs> other people send a lot of messages. They also congratulate me. They are happy about me going to the Vuelta, but uh, they don't know much about cycling. So I hope also this will help a lot of people to understand more about cycling also back home, so, which is good. MTN were very successful in Tour de France and massively covered here. Did you guys... Although you weren't riding the Tour de France, you were, you were involved elsewhere. But does MTN know what sort of what sort of coverage they're getting in South Africa? No, I mean, like, MTN, I think they know the coverage they're getting in South Africa, especially during the Tour de France, you know, because Tour de France and Amstel, some other races, they are televised in South Africa, so which is good for MTN, because MTN is a South African company and works in South Africa, mostly in Africa. And, uh, I mean, like, I'm sure they realize and they know the amount of exposure that they're getting from the Tour de France and other races that are being televised in South Africa. And so is the Voyager Spanner that is coming this week. So it's a really good exposure for MTN. Yeah, but it's and, really sad that they are ending the sponsorship end of this season. And do the riders know that they're getting massively backed by South Africa? No, I mean, like, the riders, they know. We get a massive support back, back home, you know. We get a lot of messages messages from on Twitter, especially Twitter, Facebook, and on our cell phones as well. So we can see the support that we're getting back home, and we do really appreciate the support that we're getting at home. It's incredible. I mean, like, it's been growing, you know, from the races that we've been doing, and we need to do something good, and people see what we're doing. And so it's it's massive for the team and for our charity, of course. So, Ngeza, you were a young, well, you were quite old when you started cycling. You're still a young man. How has your life changed in the last 20 years? Uh, I'm 24 years now. So, in the last 20 years, my life, I mean, like, my life has changed uh, a lot. There's so much that has happened, especially in the last 10 years, I would say, when I started cycling. So much has happened. And, uh, I mean, like, for me, getting into cycling, it was one of the things that I never expected that I could do in my life but it was really an eye-opener for me and new experience getting to learn so much about cycling and into cycling you know meeting other people learning about other people's cultures and everything so it's really good for me and uh, it's experience that also I want to give back back home to other kids back in South Africa so they can try to come to Europe as early as possible. Tell us about wanting to to pay it forward to the, the younger cyclists coming through the ranks. I'm from Fishhook in Cape Town. And uh, there's a club that we're busy, an academy that we're busy trying to, to open in Fishhook there. So that can help kids to get on bicycles and everything. So that will be a way of introducing cycling into my community as well, you know. then. That's the only way that they can be able to learn about cycling. And from there, then we can see how things can go to try to bring the kids up to Europe as early as possible. But that's the plan for now. So I also want to give back to my community and to my country as well. So People often say that Cape Town's weather is a lot like Europe's weather. Did growing up in Cape Town and starting in Cape Town prepare you for living overseas? Yes, growing up in Cape Town, mm-hmm. I mean, like in Cape Town, it mostly rains during winter time. 
so it's really good because when you come to europe it's it really rains and it's really cold in europe so that is like one of the good base to be based at which is in cape town and but i mean like the only way to i mean like you will never get used to the cold i must say but uh, you get to handle things better when you stay in the cold more often and everything so the better the guys they come to europe i think uh, the earlier they come i think is the better what have you learned from the experienced guys on your tour, Edvald Bosnhagen and, and the others that have that have been on the pro peloton for a while now? I mean, like from the guys in the team, I mean, like we have such a group of bunch of guys, you know. Everybody gets along really well with each other. And uh, when we race, the guys, they make comments what we do and what we can do better and everything. So I'm always learning when I'm racing with Edvald and some other guys also, you know what to do during the race and after the race and everything. But also, I mean, like for me, I've been in Europe now for quite some time. So I pretty much know what to what to do. But of course, I still have a lot of things to learn. So I am learning on and off the bike. So the guys are really, it's really great that we have European guys in our team that can mean to us. Yeah. Let's talk about Velta. What are you expecting out there and what is your job? Yeah, I mean, like with the Velta, we have... Uh, Steve Cummings, Luis, and Natnal, and our sprinter Christian. So for the sprint stages, for sure, we'll be looking out for Christian. And then, yeah, hopefully I'll try, I'll get an opportunity to get in some breakaways also. But uh, of course, we're going for stages. That is one goal for the team, to try and get, get a stage win. But we'll see how things play out. And uh, I think we're having our meeting on Friday exactly with the strategy of what do I have to do. But of course, normally I'm a domestic in the team, but uh, hopefully I can get my chance also during the world. MTN did really well at the Tour de France. Are you guys feeling the pressure to do well at Volta? Yes, we definitely feeling the pressure to do well in the Volta from where the guys left in the Tour de France. And I just got back now from America to do Tour of Utah. We had a really good, good race also in Utah. One day I won the most uh, most aggressive riders jersey, and my other teammate Yuan and Atnal also, and we're in the break every day. I was in the break for three days there, so we're trying to keep that momentum going and hitting to the Volta. We also want to have a good race in the Volta, but I mean, like only the time will tell. You can never say what's gonna happen in the Volta at the moment. So until we start, and then we can see. But hopefully, we will have a good race. Just to wrap it up, how are the legs feeling and what's the morale in the sp- in the team like at the moment? No, I mean, like, the, the legs are good. Today I had four hours with one hour motor pacing. So I felt right and uh, I'm just been relaxing most of the week, trying to stay at home, fit up. And uh, the morale in the team also, it's, it's really good at the moment. I mean, like, I haven't seen some other guys like Luis in a long time before the Tour de France. So it's going to be good to get back together again and then we can see what we can do in there. But I mean, like the other guys, I've seen them. So we race mostly in Utah and everybody is good, in good condition and uh, nice and healthy. And ready to take on the world. When you guys get homesick, do you do you help to keep each other motivated and, and kind of ready and raring to go? No, I mean, like getting homesick, it's something I think that happens... Uh, when it's your first time coming to Europe, those first that first year or so, you really struggle to get used to it. But now I'm okay. 
I don't I don't get homesick. Of course I do miss my family there and there, but it's not like I get homesick. And now this is my home and uh, yeah, that's all I can I can say about getting homesick. I mean like I know in June I go home and in December I go home. So I get to see the family at that time and now I have to do what I have to do, which is to ride my bike, you know. I mean like for me being a pro in Europe is something that I've always dreamt of, you know. So now I can't just let my dream slip away from me while I have an opportunity to take to take it on, you know. So, Just to wrap it up, we're coming into summer in South Africa. Now everybody's getting on their bike ahead of the 947 Cycle Challenge. One piece of advice for somebody who will be riding maybe for the first time. Yeah, I mean, like for the first time, if you're doing a 94.7, I mean, like 94.7, I've done it several times, you know. And the road has been changing. I don't know if the road now is going to change back to where it was or it's going to be the new road that I don't know. But yeah, I mean, like for now, just start preparing, which is really good. Do some good training. Try to do the kilometers that you're going to do in the 94.7 so you can be able to cover the distance. And uh, of course, make sure that you train well, you recover well, and uh, stay safe during 94.7. And hopefully I'll see you there also.